Episode number 100. Are you eager to get unstuck and figure out what you would actually like to do with your career next? Have you been going around in circles trying to figure it out but getting no further forward? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my signature group program, the Career Clarity Academy. Changing career direction can feel overwhelming and daunting, but it doesn't have to be. In my signature program, we give you clear, step-by-step, proven processes for getting completely clear on what it is that you want to do and understanding how you can leverage your existing experience and position yourself to attract and land a dream role. To find out more, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach, Janine Esbrand. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 100 of the Career Changemaker podcast. I am so excited to be chatting with you today on this special episode because it's been a journey to get to this point. And if you have been listening for any length of time, you will know that the podcast has been through a few iterations, but now we are the Career Changemaker podcast and I'm absolutely loving the feedback that I am getting from you lovely listeners about the show. So today I wanted to do a few things. The first thing is I want to give a listener shout out to someone who took the time to leave a review. This review came from Seble B, who said, simply amazing, very motivational and well-structured step-by-step career change advice and practical tools to take away. Plenty of relatable examples and delivered in a captivating storytelling. Love it. Thank you so much for leaving that review. I really do appreciate each and every one of you who take the time to leave us a rating and review. And if you're someone who wants to get featured on a future episode, then leave us a review. Head over to iTunes. Okay, so let's talk today about career change and transitions. So what I thought it would be great to do is to pull back the curtain and give you the behind the scenes of my career change experiences. Over the past six years, I've made a number of career transitions. And so I'm going to talk you through each of them and share with you what were some of the key lessons learned and some of the benefits that I found from making the transition when I did. So before I dive in, if you are new to me and you're not familiar with my story, I am a lawyer and I'm also a career and executive coach. So I started off my career as a lawyer and transitioned into coaching on a part-time basis a few years back. So I now have a portfolio career where I work part-time as legal counsel and I run my coaching practice supporting amazing women with making career transitions. 
So let's rewind and go all the way back to around 2012. Uh, So that's where I'll start. So I had been working for a law firm in a place called Reading in the UK and doing my training contract. So that's the two year placement that you need to do to qualify as a lawyer in the UK. And up to that point, the journey to qualification had not been simple or smooth or straight. And if you want to hear more about that, go and check out my TEDx talk where I share more about that journey. But I got to the stage where I was about to qualify and I was deciding which area I wanted to practice in and I decided to go down the corporate lawyer route and became a corporate lawyer working on big transactions, on private equity deals, on investments, on various mergers and acquisitions and for me making that transition and qualifying into that department was really eye-opening and it made me realized that I had been so focused on qualifying and doing all of the things that were required for me to actually make it as a lawyer that I didn't think beyond that point. I was just thinking my goal is to qualify, my goal is to qualify. So then once I qualified, I kind of looked around and said, oh, I'm here now. Is this it? Is this what it is that I'm going to be doing my career for the next 40, 50 years? Uh, And I wasn't sure that that is what what I was getting was what I had expected in terms of what it would look like to be a qualified lawyer. But one of the things that I learned quite early on in my career, and it was particularly useful here, was the importance of finding a someone, was the importance of getting a mentor and working alongside someone who could show you the ropes and could really uh, demonstrate to you what you needed to be focusing on and what you needed to be doing. So I had the pleasure of working with a great team and there were a few lawyers in particular that really took me under their wing and showed me the ropes and um, brought me in on transactions so that I could get some really good exposure and I really appreciate that and what they did in those early years of my career because it really really shaped the way that I approached my work and what I needed to look at and focus on uh, and so I think that if you are someone who has the opportunity to mentor other people who are coming up in your industry or in your organization look to do that because it can be so so invaluable when you spend the time to tell someone what it is they need to do or how they can avoid some common pitfalls and just really guide them in those initial years because it can be tough to navigate life as a young professional right and so I'm really grateful to my support network both inside of my firm and outside of my firm so qualification happened and I started working as a corporate lawyer but just before I qualified I had the opportunity to go on a mission trip to East Africa it was such an amazing life-changing experience because when I came back from that trip I started to ask myself whether or not just practicing as a corporate lawyer was all I wanted to do with my time and I recognized that I wanted to be doing more to help people on a personal level once I had experienced the impact that we were able to make in a short space of time just by volunteering our time and being able to share our knowledge and expertise with people that needed it I realized that I wanted more of that I wanted to be able to make an impact in the lives of people and so that's where I went on a journey of exploration to figure out what it is I could do and I came across coaching and at 
absolutely fell in love with the with the concept of coaching and did my certification and started coaching people and decided that I was going to develop a portfolio career. I was going to continue to practice as a lawyer because I'd worked hard to get there and also um, build out a coaching practice. So that really happened around the time that I qualified as a lawyer and launching a business has been a whole journey in terms of learning, growth and professional development, personal development. I say to people all the time, if you want to um, grow as a person, launching a business is a great way to do that because it causes you to uh, look at your mindset and it causes you to think differently, to have to adapt to be resilient there's so many uh, lessons that I've learned since uh, developing my coaching practice that I don't necessarily think I would have gained otherwise so if I had just stayed in my uh, role as a corporate lawyer I don't think I would have uh, learned all of the lessons that I've learned and become the person that I am and in my business what has been so so useful has been working alongside others having coaching for myself, uh, investing in my uh, growth and my learning so that I'm able to develop and grow quicker than if I try to figure everything out on my own. So I think that was my biggest lesson. If I look back to the initial stages of my business to now and how much things have grown, the difference has definitely been that getting the right guidance and support uh, to help me to achieve the goals that I've wanted to achieve. So being a business owner and a lawyer and a mum of two has been quite the juggle over the last few years, but uh, there's so much that I gain from wearing all of those hats that I wouldn't have it any other way in terms of juggling. People often say, how do you do all these things? Um, And it's just about prioritising your time and dropping balls sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I do drop balls a lot of the time, um, but just keeping a focus on what the bigger picture is, why I'm doing what I'm doing and uh, being focused on just continuing to move forward is really what I look at on a day-to-day basis. Okay, so that was the kind of second transition that I made. I was launching a business and then turning my career into a portfolio career. And then the next thing was looking at whether or not I was happy where I was in my uh, legal role. So I decided that I was starting to feel that the role that I was doing might not be the best fit for me. Working as a corporate lawyer might not be the best fit, but I wasn't sure whether it was the role or whether it was the firm. And so I decided that before I say I'm going to move into a different practice area or do something different as it pertains to my legal career, I really need to know that it's um it's what I'm doing as opposed to where I'm doing it and so I decided to leave the firm that I trained at and I moved into a new firm which was amazing a great firm great ethos uh, great support great people uh, and when I when I had my son and went on maternity leave and was reflecting on what it would look like for me to return I realized that it wasn't actually about the environment it was more about the work that I was doing that was the issue for me so the work the long hours, the stress that comes with working on transactional work and just the way in which you have to show up and be available wasn't really working for me and particularly was going to be a problem uh, as I was returning to work and having to juggle um, raising my son and working in that way. And so for me, that helped me to make the decision that this isn't 
going to be the right fit for me anymore. And even though I have invested time and energy to get to this stage in my career, that time is not wasted. I'm going to be able to leverage that experience and pivot elsewhere. And that's a lesson that I'd I'd like you to take away that oftentimes we can feel like if we're making a move and we're making a change, that means that we've wasted the experience that we gained before. But that's not the case. All of the experience that you have gained have has got you to where you are now. And you're able to use that in different ways and different capacities going forward. So when I was finishing up my time at my firm, I had been working on a big transaction and it turned out that the company that I was working for was looking for some in-house legal support and they asked me to come and work for them on a part-time basis. And so that's how I then made my next transition, which was to move in-house and start working as an in-house lawyer for a global company. And that was really interesting because what I realized was that the opportunity came about because of the work that I had done before for this company. So sometimes you can think, you know, you you have to go out and you have to speak to recruiters or you have to look at job boards or you have to, you know, put your CV in various places in order for you to find opportunities. But the reality is the best way for you to find opportunities is through your network and through referrals and that your reputation can sometimes precede you. So if you do a good job, if you show up and do what it is you say you're going to do, then people are more likely to refer you for work. And so this opportunity came out because of the work that I had done before and um, being able to speak to you know my network and let them know that I was looking for 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 work this actually came through someone that I used to work with. So another lesson for you is to really be thinking about how you can be leveraging your existing network in order for you to uncover opportunities. So I was working in-house for some time and then went off on my second maternity leave and had my daughter. And when I returned from that maternity leave, uh, my business was growing and I was looking at ways that I could better manage um, the demands of my time running a business and uh, working and decided to move into consulting. So I moved into doing some legal consulting work, which allowed me more flexibility around my time and helped me to be able to to juggle the the um, requirements and the you know responsibilities of growing my business and working with my coaching clients, but yet still servicing my legal clients. So that was a, a great transition. I learned a lot. It was wonderful to work alongside some really amazing lawyers, uh, some brilliant legal minds, and just seeing people from different backgrounds, different perspectives, and being able to work alongside them was really a time of growth from from. Uh, my perspective in my legal career. One of the downsides to consulting is sometimes it can feel a bit lonely or you can feel a bit detached because you are typically working from home um, and connecting with colleagues and working remotely. And I know that now many people are having to adapt to working remotely. And so you have to come up with ways of looking at things differently. How can you stay connected? What are some of the things that you can do in order for you to stay connected with your colleagues? It could be checking in with them. It could be having Zoom coffee chats with people. It could be having chat open on Teams or whatever software you're using within your organisation. But just making sure that you're going out of your way to to stay connected with your colleagues is something that I definitely learned was important when I was consulting and have taken that forward now that we are all working in remote situations. 
So that was my time consulting. Lessons that I learned there were the importance of communication and just viewing your clients and looking at what their needs are as individual clients was something that was really, really useful to think about. It's different when you're working in-house and you have one client that you're working for essentially, but moving into consulting, consulting you have multiple clients with different needs and different objectives so managing your time around that is important and then the last move that I have made the most recent one I should say was joining a startup earlier on this year I was approached by the company via LinkedIn and you know I talk about the power of LinkedIn and they were asking me if I was interested in opportunity to come and work for them on a part-time basis as their lawyer and what I found when I looked into the organization and what they were doing was that this was would be an amazing opportunity for me to work in an environment where they are focused on professional development where coaching is very much something that they promote um and so great opportunity for me to blend my coaching and my legal skills and what is really interesting about this opportunity is that it came to me via LinkedIn I hadn't advertised myself as wanting to look for a role I hadn't reached out to recruiters because I wasn't actively looking but my personal brand and the work that I have done to build my profile on LinkedIn is what attracted them to me so when I talk to clients all the time about building a personal brand about positioning themselves for opportunities this is what I'm talking about because when you when you lead with what you're passionate about what you're interested in or or what your skills are it's easier for the right type of employer to find you and so that's what happened here they reached out we had conversations interviews and I was able to land this role and it's been great it's been a, a brilliant environment to work in I'm really enjoying the work that we're doing and it's exciting to see how the company is developing and launching its solutions to the world uh, but for me because Previously, when I was consulting, I was working on a uh, self-employed basis and then going into the startup, I would be working as an employee. One of the things that I got really clear on was what my ideal role would look like and what my non-negotiables were. So I said, if I'm going to move away from being self-employed and move into back into an employee situation, it needs to be an environment that I'm excited to be in. They need to be working in a sector that I'm excited about. There was various things I had said to myself when I was saying, oh, if I was going to take another employee role, this is what it would look like. Um, and that's what I found in in this particular role. So when we talk about, you know, the importance of getting clear on what it is that you're looking for and being able to use that as a filter. So when you know, I want to build out a career like this for this reason, and you're clear on that vision, then when opportunities come your way, you're able to hold those opportunities, opportunities up against your filter and say, well, does this sound like it's going to get me to where it is I want to go in terms of the type of lifestyle that I want to live and the type of work that I want to be doing? If your answer to that question is no, then perhaps that's not the right opportunity for you. If it's a yes, then then you know that you, you should proceed with that. So if you're thinking about whether or not something is the right move and you're confused or conflicted, then perhaps you haven't taken the time to get clear on what your vision is and what you're actually trying to create in your career. So those are the transitions that I've made over the last eight years. Qualifying as a corporate lawyer and then launching my business and starting my portfolio career, leaving my first law firm and moving to another law firm, then moving in-house 
and working for a global company, then moving into consulting, and then more recently joining a startup. So that's a lot of movement, a lot of things that have happened over the last few years. And oftentimes people will say things like, you know, it's not good to move around so often or you should stay within a company for a certain amount of time otherwise it's not going to look good on your CV but the reality is moving around in this way has really helped me to clarify exactly what it is I don't want to be doing and know what it is I do want to be doing and what type of environment I want to do it in and in with each transition I have developed I have learned lessons I have gained knowledge about how things work in different ways. So most of these transitions have happened within the the legal industry. So when you're thinking about law, you might just be thinking, you know, working in law firm, but there's so many different ways that you can be working. There's so many different ways that you can, can be showing up in, in your industry or in your career. It doesn't have to be just the traditional route. So I hope me sharing with you these different ways that I've been working over the last few years has given you some um, inspiration or hope around being able to work differently. If it's not working for you right now, there may well be ways that you can make some adjustments within your industry without having to retrain and find some job satisfaction. If you are needing some help with figuring out what it is you would do with your career and how you can leverage your existing experience to move into a new type of role or a new organization, new industry, then now is the time to book a call with me because enrollment is now open again for the Career Clarity Academy. It's not open all of the time. So if you head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy, then book a call with me. If you're listening to this in real time, enrollment is open for the next few weeks and the next round of the program begins second week in October. So I would love to support you, but first see if you are a good fit for the program. So go to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy and let's chat. All right, that is it for today. I am going to hop off now. I wish you all the best. Keep moving towards your career goals and we will speak again very, very soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Changemaker podcast. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, then head over to iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating and review. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can hear when the next episode goes live. And if you like hanging out on Instagram, then I would love for you to tag me and let me know what you really thought about the episode over there at Career Changemaker. Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon.